Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, it is me, Johnny, and Nick in studio. We got beer in Wisconsin at a farm currently. Um, it said it did have internet, but he just got there and he found a lot of dead rats that he's going to take care of. So Dead mice. Dead mice. A little sorry. bit different. <clears throat> this comes back to the scary movie three. Was it inside or outside? It's rats. If a mouse goes outside, is it a rat? That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week we're going to be talking about the adventures of Wandissimo in the city. We will be doing uh, a little bit of bears talk because finally something happened. It's not what I wanted to happen, but it happened. We'll talk about that for timeout. We got conspiracy and that's all I'm going to get because conspiracy of what I'm about to say. And then for the rank, we are going to do best sequels that are better than the original. So without any further ado, let's get right to it. Let's take it from the uh, from the tippy top there. Low Budget presents Beer League. Okay, guys, welcome back. Um, I think we start with Johnny. Yes. I think, is that cool with you? Yeah, that's fine. That's going to be a minute. Okay. okay. <clears throat> well, yeah, I wasn't here last week because I was recovering from uh, an injustice that occurred to me when I was driving home from the suburbs a couple weekends ago. So I stopped by, picked up my girlfriend on my way home. I had spent a week in the suburbs with my family, so I had all my stuff in the car. I had everything. The trunk was packed. The back seat was absolutely packed. Um, but, you know, we were stopping for, it wasn't even an hour that we were in the restaurant um, before, uh, you know, we came back outside and my rear, the rear window on the driver's side was absolutely smashed in, totally just destroyed. And everything inside was gone. So, um, you know, it felt really, really safe. And I'll show you guys some pictures that I took when it actually happened. But, I mean, it, it was just, uh, it was crazy. Because the first thing that I saw when I parked was a sign that said, 24-hour surveillance for your protection. And, then, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there couldn't have been any less than six signs that I could see from my car saying they had that exact same thing. So let me just pull up one of those pictures for, for you guys real quick. You have the actual surveillance pictures, like not your pictures, but the surveillance ones. Nope. My pictures. Oh yeah. I had the Sherlock Holmes, bitch and uh, kind of take matters in my own hands because the detectives have been absolutely useless, mm. just completely useless, man. I mean, you could imagine this happens Every day, hundreds of times in the city of Chicago. So, yeah. you know, but when it says there's going to be, or there's 24 hour surveillance, it, it's kind of crazy that uh, the detective was not able to get any footage. There's, there's two Nothing. signs in the one picture. There's one right here. <laughs> there's one right here, right in front, right under the street light. And I mean, again, it's not like a, a crazy, like, dangerous or like abandoned area like it's a uh, very much yeah so river west yeah 
West Loop. There's all the restaurants, all these bars. Sure. Just a lot going on. Um, so, sorry, if you go back to that first picture you just showed us, is that so you're parked like kind of is that the train tracks right there that you're parked next to? I'm parked. I was so this is the the restaurant was right on the corner. I was just right around the corner, right here. Oh, okay, on Hubbard. Yeah, so it was pretty close. Yeah, uh, so Hubbard and yeah. Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, so yeah, so uh, it it was tough coming back and really just kind of looking around and saying, okay, what can I do to try and get anything back? So the first thing I did was go to the businesses that were basically surrounding the parking lot and going in there and seeing you guys. Someone just basically fucked me up. So can, can I borrow or can we look at the footage uh, from your cameras that are behind your bu- your building? Um, so we did that for one of the places and I talked to the manager and they said, first of all, she started by saying she had been working there for four years and they get this complaint all the time. Ooh. Really? So I said, okay, so you haven't done anything. Anything about it in the four years that you've managed this uh, establishment. And what she said that, and then she said, yeah, the cameras behind our building don't point towards the parking lot, which is where I was parked. Mm. And I said, well, that's just, that's crazy. (laughs) I I didn't. Where are they pointing? Are they just pointing behind their building? It was pointing to the parking spot right behind the building. So it was her car. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> got got to look out for number one. You know? Yeah, no, that's true. It's true. Yeah. But the fact that she said that she's had multiple multiple people over the years with the same complaint coming in asking for the exact same thing, it, it was just crazy to me. So, yeah, there was a lot of stuff in there. Again, I, I spent like a week at home uh, working with family, <clears throat> um, but. Thank goodness, uh, Detective Scully is on the case, and I'm sure he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna crack it. And uh, Detective Scully, like X Files, you know, I've been telling people Detective Scully, as in, uh, what is that what is that cop show with uh, SNL guy? Oh, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's right. They have a Detective Scully there, but no, that's his actual name, uh, Detective okay. Scully. Well, no, yeah. Um, so it's pretty funny, but. Also brings me back to the fact that nothing's gonna get done or recovered. So yeah, that really sucks. Um, you have so insurance that covers it. I have insurance that covers um, on-premise theft. So if my car was uh, in my parking lot, then yes, all of that would have been covered, including like the window and everything. Uh, but unfortunately, it was three or four blocks north of where I where I live. So. There was zero coverage, like at all. Really? Mm-hmm. That is mind blowing. Yeah. No coverage. Um, it sucks. <clears throat> no, yeah. If, <laughs> you're telling me. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no. But uh, let me just list off the things that I lost and then tell you guys why I'm not that down right now. It's actually okay. Re- real quick, <laughs> was that the photo you wanted to see of where you parked? Is that what you were telling us? That one, yeah, I have one more actually. I guess I could share a few or three more, but uh, <laughs> I, got I, got, I got nine more photos. Yeah, yeah, All right. I'll get there. I'll get there. But first, uh, unfortunately, they took a computer monitor, MacBook, my personal notes and journals, all my toiletries. So I just had nothing to wash myself. So I've just been 
looking and smelling like a troll. Um, all my vitamins and my supplements. Uh, so I've been feeling like a troll. And uh, Bob's Burgers uh, cookbook. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the show, but yeah, there's always a burger of the day uh, in, a, in each episode that kind of comes with a pun. And mm-hmm. uh, my girlfriend actually got me a whole recipe book with all of the burgers and the recipes, which are surprisingly like really impressive and actually had an idea for the podcast. I was going to try some of those and just make sliders and have you guys rate them. Ooh. Yeah. We're still going to do that. I mean, it's a what, $10 book, so yeah. no big deal, but damn that hurts. And lastly, my guitar. So that sucks. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. but luckily I had my big duffel bag with all, like all my clothes, uh, my backpack that had my work computer in the trunk, luckily. So, yeah, uh, that's really the first thing that came to mind was, I mean, shit, there's all these, like, a lot of information on this computer that should not be out there at all. And uh, that was the first thing. So when I opened the trunk and, and like, remembered that I'd at least salvage this, I'm like, all right, take a breath. It's fine. We'll go from here. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that, that really is just the silver lining is just that. Um. I did get a call from Detective Scully saying, um, hey, uh, can we get the, it's like the, basically like a specific ID for each MacBook. I'm not sure what it is, like a serial number, yeah, basically. Yeah, like a unique ID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so that goes on some kind of uh, database where if that computer gets pawned or sold Ooh, or I even I was going to say, what about Find My Mac? Uh, yeah, I tried that. That was the first thing I tried. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, it was offline. Um like you have to, you have to be able to get into it, and um, it is a touch ID, so it's going to be impossible to to even like turn it on. But mm-hmm. lose lose type of situation. Damn. Um, but yeah, the only thing they didn't take that was in my backseat though was my mom's salsa, which is fucking awesome. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> Those idiots. Big mistake on their part. Those not idiots. not not taking the salsa. <laughs> Leave the gun, take the cannolis kind of situation. Yeah, that's why I was hoping a beer would be uh, be here today to speak to my mother's salsa, but hopefully you guys will try it one day. It's awesome. Um, but let me just show you those other pictures that I had real quick. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it would... Oh, there man. we go. Yeah, just completely smashed. Yeah. Dude, I thought there was a face or a tent. <laughs> that's the salsa. The salsa's in there. The salsa? We'll see. They saw like all this lettuce and all these leafy greens that they did not take. But everything <laughs> else. <laughs> so they steal guitars, but they don't steal vegetables. So yeah, you know, I guess so. Not they're not healthy criminals. Yeah, it's not looking good for them. You know. No. Yeah. Yeah. They couldn't they're, they're have run def- far. <laughs> they're definitely on a slippery slope for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is at this point. You know, shit happens. But I guess if you could draw anything from this is even if you do feel safe, you know, maybe stay sharp. Because mm-hmm. this happened at, I think we parked there. It was just before 7, I think. That's where reservations were. Oh, my God. Wow. So it was early. Um, it, yeah. It fucking sucks. But, um, you know, I was getting quotes to get that window replaced. Uh, everywhere was giving me at least 250 and unfortunately the insurance didn't cover it because again i was off premise um but uh and this is the happy ending is i was able to find a place that replaces uh, windows they're used but it hadn't 
ended up costing me sixty nine dollars oh, uh, nice. instead of two fifty. Nice. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <Wow>. So <laughs> sex uh, went down. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly so, what you want. Yeah, it's, I mean, definitely uh, scraping for that silver lining, but it's there, and you know, it's not like they've given up on the whole search. But I pretty much have. I I got a feeling that Scully, Scully around <laughs> the Chicago Police Department, he's like the guy. He's like the Jim Gordon of, yeah. of Gotham, <laughs> but for Chicago. Like I feel like we got the best man on the case. Ah, oh, that's see, that's what I thought too, but. I, <laughs> I did a little research on Detective Scully. Scully hasn't cracked a case Does in he, 40 years. Is there is there like a is there like some sort of online thing that's like rate my professor except like rate rate my rate my cop or my uh you know my detective rate my detective? Uh you know what it not nothing like that. I just uh, the simple Google machine kind of helped me out on that one but there but there is a registry of all the cops in Chicago and I just wanted to see okay does Scully even leave his desk basically yeah and that's the feeling that I'm getting that he does not he's a desk guy Um, I thought you were gonna say like that he created a Grand Theft Auto back in the day (laughs) he was was stealing cars this guy ain't gonna search for this he's in on it (laughs) no so there's uh there's two Thomas I shouldn't say this the full name yeah it doesn't fucking matter uh, no, no, because he's public. he's public, I found him yeah. on Google. So you can Google. Uh, there was two T Scullies, and uh, <laughs> one of them, who I think is basically retired, and the other was demoted from their position in a suburb, uh, like somewhere in the suburbs. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but something along the lines of. Uh, Want to say? I mean, it's just racist. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, yeah. And so that's bad. That's, that's, not, <laughs> that's not, good. not the good one. Good. I don't know if he was the chief. Uh, most or most emotions was. aren't going to be for good <laughs> yeah. reasons. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't for him like pissing off the captain by going after his man, even though he said, "Don't go after the yeah. man." Yeah, like vigilante style. No, it wasn't yeah. nothing like okay. that. No, yeah. <laughs> he's not a John McClane. Yeah, like, that's I, what I was getting I, at. I, I, I don't play by your rules, <laughs> but I get results. Exactly. The best part in all those movies, there's always one part when you're like, you know what? You're too close to this case. You're out of here. (laughs) And then the guy literally leaves the police station and goes immediately to the first suspect and starts beating the shit out of him. He's like, tell me what you know. And they're like, no, you're a cop. He's like, I'm off duty. They made me take vacation days. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. It always happens. Yeah, it's uh, the departed Marky Mark's character. Yeah. Spoilers. Comes back. He gets gets put on leave, comes back at the very end, pow, Mm -hmm. pops him. That's how it's gonna go every time. You know what? You're too close. You're out of here. You're He's like, here. Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna put me on the bench. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> and then, and then he immediately goes and cracks the case. Yeah. And then the guy's livid. He's like, you know what? You wasted two minutes resources that were unapproved. You're getting demoted. So Scully's not him. <laughs> so, 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 no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Long way of saying this is not Agent Scully. Um. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. And but again, it is what it is. Fuck it. At this point. Again, if you could take anything from this, be safe um, at all times and everywhere. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Don't park by that restaurant. It looks like it's on Hubbard Street and River West right by the train because yes. the restaurant there does not have a camera. And don't trust signs that say there's 24-hour surveillance because 
According to Detective Scully, there isn't 24-hour yeah, surveillance con- around. Conspiracy. <laughs> conspiracy. If the, if people are getting broken into there all the time, the robbers put those up to make people feel safe. I'm starting to think oh, Detective Scully had oh something to God. do with it. I don't think that's a conspiracy theory. That might be legit. That sounds like something and that then a Scully, would do. They always put Scully on the case. He never solves it. Self-sustaining economy. I it mean, just goes. Oh, he got demoted from the uh, what the internal affairs. They found out that he was taking bribes. <laughs> Dude, I think it was some kind of insider type of deal like that. Again, I can't remember exactly what it was. Dude. Oh, my gosh. I've been watching a good amount of movies, and uh, Sinner's same, got a big detective. Same. So, like, my brain's just, like, when I first saw the, the shattered window, the first thing was obviously Scully. rage. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't met Detective Scully oh, quite yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, just uh, fury and rage and, um, you know, really screaming it out, and then it, come to your senses and... Again, I went around to like these businesses, but more than anything, just trying to pinpoint where all these cameras, so-called cameras were. Mm-hmm. Um, and but they're for your protection. 24 hours. <laughs> 24 hours. <laughs> your protection. Yeah. At all times. But I was, I mean, I was right next to a, a six-way intersection, which they have newly instar- installed cameras and there's cameras everywhere, but uh, there's a, there's some, something going on that I'm still kind of digging into. Um, my girlfriend's, Best friend's boyfriend. Did you guys get that? Yep. Cool. Girlfriend's best friend's boyfriend. Yes. Uh, he's a cop. So he's kind of giving us all all the dirty deeds, hopefully, that'll, that'll at least help us figure out, you know, did the sh- city of Chicago put those signs up or, you know, what what's going on, basically. So, sure. So we'll see. They probably steal them. They steal those signs Take from them actual all. things. Put them on. And then yeah. put them on everything. <laughs> well, those fuckers got me. But, yeah, again... More to come. Hopefully, we get more updates from uh, Detective Scully. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I get a weird image in my head of like when your call came in, dispatch hit it, and then we're like, yeah, we're going to need a detective on the scene. They're like, right, who's the next up on the case? And they're like, Scully. And Scully's like leaning back, uh, feet up on the desk. He's eating Cheetos and he just does like the wipe across his white shirt. <laughs> and he's just like, Scully's on the case. And he leaves, and everyone's like, that one's not getting solved. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh man. Well, we hope everything, we hope your updates are good. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not bad. Yeah. I mean, but it's fine. But in uh, much, much lighter news, uh, U of I did get three Q1 wins in a row to hopefully lock in that number one seed for March Madness. That's I, I think that, you guys should be. That's, I, that's got my spirits up very, real high. I got a little disgusted in the first like mock like rank for the next week, they still had Michigan ahead of you guys. And I was livid. I'm not even an Iowa or a U of I fan. I literally texted John cause he was going to watch the game on Saturday. And I was like, this pisses me off. I know you don't like sports, but this should make you mad. Like <laughs> what was his response? He was like, thank you for giving me that. That's like good conversation that I could talk good about. To know, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah. Well, cause he was like, Him in the nice. sports then it doesn't sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He's like, I could add to the sports conversation. Cause I, I was mad. I was like, what the hell is this? So I was like, this is stupid. Um, let's, uh, I'll go with my weekend. Uh, on Friday, I went on a, another podcast called no brains, no headache. Um, shout out to Matt and Jordan, the hosts. Uh, I had a blast. They asked me really good questions. A lot of Chicago talk. A lot of, uh, they hit me with an over under. 
Oh, what which was I was it? like, good. Wait, it was dish it out here. Let's do it. Johnny and I do it. Live. Yeah, it was over under or overrated, underrated of Chicago. Just in ab- general about the yeah. city in general. Oh, mm-hmm. Overrated the bean. That's for damn sure. Ooh, that's a good one. Underrated is. Hmm. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say lose. Honestly, I think people, uh, outside of Chicago know Giordano's. Yeah, that Gino's one. East, but they don't really know lose and Lou Malnati's. Yeah, okay. Lou Malnati's. I think underrated. That's, yeah. Well, I think people just don't know about it enough. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it, Joe? Because I know weren't you the one that said that. Uh, so my you, my you overrated the, was deep dish pizza. I think that, that, that was yeah. gonna be mine. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, no, I I think, think deep dish deets, pizza is good. Um, I just I've said it a bunch of times. I prefer tavern style square cut than crust. Yeah, like I like that, and that's like that's like older than deep dish pizza in Chicago. So that's kind of like real Chicago pizza. Um, and then my underrated was our Greek food. Uh, a lot of people don't know oh, this outside ooh. of Chicago, but. Uh, Chicago has really good Mediterranean Greek food. Like if you go anywhere in Greek town, yeah, yeah, I mean right, right by there, down the, yeah. yeah, you're gonna find like any Greek place you get, you're gonna be like, wow, that's really good. Mm-hmm. I think uh, my overrated is gonna be the Magnificent Mile. Um, it's just a street of tourist shopping. I mean, it's cool in like the winter time when they've got Christmas decorations up and everything like that. But like, yeah, that's really the only time I've even. Thought about walking down yeah. that magnificent mile. Yeah, but I don't even I don't even go there. Out. Like I've I've I hardly ever go there. I try and avoid Michigan Avenue as much as possible over there because it's just always so packed. So that's that's my overrated. It's a good one. Uh my underrated, I honestly think like the lakefront and the beach is really underrated. There's multiple beaches. Um you can do a variety of things on them. Uh, beach volleyball in the summertime is that's the best. So much fun. Yeah. Um, and then you're close. I mean, there's a bar on the beach, and yeah. then there's a whole bunch of bars nearby and everything. I don't. I don't think people really realize that aren't from Chicago how much we full, fully utilize Lake Michigan. So that's my underrated. That's a really good one. I mean, I've been living in Chicago for four years. The first three years, I was in Lincoln Park, so not very far from uh, uh, LSD. So now since moving to West Loop on the other side of the highway, um, it, it's it's a drive to get over there. But yeah, man, it, it's a world of difference because mm-hmm. now I walk outside. It's just like anywhere else in Chicago. But, yeah, you're in like the city city. Yeah, right. We're deep in it. So I do miss it. That's a good one. Yeah, me too. And speaking of not to cut you off my weekend, I don't know if you're done going through your weekend. Not really. Okay. <laughs> it was on Friday. It just made it made narrative sense, but no, oh. go ahead. Do you want to go and then I'll finish? No. No. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, what else did we talk about? Yeah, so we talked a lot about Chicago. We talked about uh, golf. They asked me about sneakers and stuff like that. Um, and then we had a really nice talk after the recording. We talked about, you know, just podcast life, being a host, um, like editing, producing, even though I don't do that anymore. Thanks, Nick. Um so that was really fun. Saturday, I what did I do? I watched the UFC fights. Um, awesome. Really good on that. We were one fight away from winning a hundred and or no, we went five for six. So if Amanda Nunes would have lost, and Jan would have won, which he did win, but won, Amanda yeah. Nunes won, we won one hundred and seventy six thousand. Me and me and or me and me and Steve were watching together. So Steve's a you know he's a part of the gambling group. Yeah, we. I put a free, like, what was it, $100 bet 
And so I just made like, I took a bunch of underdogs. It was like six fights and I just took every underdog. And it was, if you win this free bet, we'll pay you out 176,000 because that's the odds on the thing. And so we went one in a row, like a huge underdog one. It was like seven to one. I was like, okay. Mm. Underdog wins the next fight. I'm like, okay. And then the third fight, um, our guy just beat the shit out of him. It was awesome. Didn't mm-hmm. have to sweat it. And then the fourth, yeah, the fourth fight, it was the Eldermaine Sterling fight where he looked like he was getting his ass kicked. And then he was an, also an underdog. He got illegally kneed in the head while on the ground. So the other guy was DQ'd. The so champion. We, the champion lost. So we won. And so now with like two left, I was like, hey, Rawls, I don't, I was like, I don't think we don't hedge this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm taking, we're taking a free bet and we could win 176,000. I was like, we might have to get on the horn. Like if we win the next fight, like I might have to call the whole group and be like, yo, what is the liquid cash you can send me? Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll just take the other side. Sure. And like net, like literally if we could have got like $50,000 together or something like that, I would have put $50,000 on the other side. We would all win 10 grand minimum. Yeah. And then if we lose that, we still win over 90,000 Yeah, or 80,000 or whatever it is. Um, Dude, so it, it got a little weird, though, because me and Reynolds were like, he won? Yeah. And then the Elgermaine Sterling fight, we stopped watching because we were like, fuck, he's getting his ass kicked. Like, whatever. It was like, hey, it was a good run. We were three for three, all underdogs. Mm-hmm. And then he won <laughs> because he got DQ'd. And we were like, oh, my God. This is unbelievable. And yeah, we were just like. So the fight was, that you lost, what happened? Uh, the girl got submitted in the second round. And. I, I kid you not, I had our text up and I was like, hey, I'm going to call these guys. Like we were splitting up like who we were going to call and just be like, who can like quick pay me or Venmo me all the money that you can. Mm-hmm. Like ask your buddies to come. We'll give them like 500 bucks just to like give us the money. Like because I was like, because originally he was saying like, oh, do we just let it ride? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah you just got to let it ride. And then like it was getting fifth, real. The fifth fight, I was like, oh, my God, because John won. Yeah. Jan won. He won the main event. Another underdog won. It would have been six underdogs in a row. That's crazy. That's that's nuts. Ridiculous. So we were we were crazy. We were literally like so close to calling you, and then no she idea. got tapped, and we're like, and she looked decent in the fight, but she she just got you know got caught, which you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunday didn't do much, and then uh, yeah, that's it. All right. So what I was gonna say is the transition. Uh. So I live in Logan Square. I've lived there for a year and a half now. Before that, I lived in Wicker. So I've lived far away from... Before that, I lived in Westtown. I've lived far away from the lakefront for a mm-hmm. while. So on Friday, my girlfriend and I, she took the day off work, and we went out to the lakefront. We got some donuts. We walked around the lakefront. We went and grabbed some beers, and it was nice being out there. Great views of the city. It was feeling warm. Everybody's feeling good, and it's like one of those things that that sounds really nice. You forget <laughs> yeah. about how nice the lakefront is when you're not like when you're not away from it. I'm mm-hmm. not like think actively thinking about it. I'm not thinking like oh I miss the lakefront. I'm just like oh yeah I'm in the city. Like I love my neighborhood because I really do like Logan Square. Like you know I'm going downtown for work and stuff like that. So I'm just not actively thinking about it. And then you get out there. It's like whew. miss this. It's so nice. Yeah. Um, so that was good. That was Friday. Um, yeah, got some beers, got some food out there. Um, Saturday, I went to, um, what's it called? Boiler Room, which is right underneath the um, Blue Line stop, the California Blue Line stop. So it's very close to my apartment. And 
they have a constant special there. It's a pizza place. They have a constant special there called PB and J. You get a shot of Jameson, a PBR Tall Boy, and a slice of pizza, and they have big slices like that big uh, for ten dollars. So that's a great deal. Yeah, holy shit! Got a couple of those, and oof, nice. Feeling good, feeling good. Um, so that was that was pretty much my weekend. Not too much. I rearranged my room on Sunday, so that was pretty big. Moved my bed over to another side, and moved my desk over where my bed was, and you know, it's kind of like feng shui. Exactly. New year, new me. I feel like I have more space. I don't think that's actually the case, but I feel like I do. So it's March. Yeah. New year, new me. It's March. Well, you know, I I, I say that. Yes, you're I'm gonna right. Say that shit in October. I I say that now though because it's like oh, vaccines are coming. It's been warm weather, spring cleaning. So it's like it actually feels like it's going to be a new year. The lights at the end of the tunnel. It's time to change. It the feels feng shui. different now. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. I also feel like uh, I have more space, but that's just because I have less stuff now. <laughs> Real quick before I forget. Appreciate your sense of humor. On it. You know how we were talking about how like uh, the first 50 degree day feels like summer? Yes. Yeah. So my mom called me. She listens. My mom called me at like, whew, it's like 740 in the morning. And like, that's usually when my mom on Mondays is usually when she goes and like gets her uh, like uh, treatment done. And like all her tests and she normally calls like right after, but like usually she calls like an hour later, like on the ride home. She just tells me that everything's good. And so this was a little early and I was like, oh my God, I was like, what the fuck's going on? Mm-hmm. So he answered the phone. I'm like, oh my God, hi, ma. Like, how's it going? She's like, ah, uh, like we're on, we're in the car, we're on the way. Uh, we're listening to the podcast and you're right. You know, it does feel like summer already. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was like, you scared the crap out of me. She's like, why would I scare you? I was like, I was like, I don't know. It's just, it's like, it's super weird. Like on Saturday, John Morrison FaceTimed me at 8 a.m. I was up. I, I've been up since seven, but it's like, for some reason, FaceTimes creep me out. I watch a lot of horror movies and I watched one last week that was basically, it's like how the killer gave his thing is he would FaceTime the, this like detective and then just show the dead body. Then he would like look up and he would be like, catch me. And then he would like go. And so like John did it and he, I was like, Oh my God, he's dead. And so I answered the phone and he's just like, Hey, like, what are you up to? I'm like still in bed, man. It's 8am. He's like, do you want to play some video games? I was like a simple text would have sufficed. I was like, you creep me out. He's like, why would that creep you out? I was like, when do we ever FaceTime? It's like, I don't know. I just wanted to see you. I was like, that's pretty sweet. I was like, that's nice, but you scared me. Uh, Potentially unpopular opinion. I do not like FaceTiming. Hate it. Oh, okay. I guess I don't hate it. Like almost at all. I would before. First of all, text is always the first option. Second of all, phone call. That way I can be doing stuff while I'm talking to you. Like um, before I came here, I was talking to my dad and then I walked out to my car and I started, I drove most of the way here talking to my dad. Two birds stoned at once. It was great. Do that every time I'm walking somewhere. Can't do that with FaceTime. Get my calls back. Mm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. How's no. John doing? Who? John. My brother? Oh, were we talking about different Johns? Morrison. Oh, Morrison? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know. Um, sorry. Uh John's doing good. He uh he had a he was like waking up early because he had a brunch to watch the Iowa game or the U of I game with uh some old fraternity buddies. Nice. So that's why it was up so early, but I was like, uh, Jesus. That makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the FaceTime. I love calling. I like it's well, a group is different, but so say like Steve 
this is what happened on Saturday. Steve texts me. He's like, hey, do you want to watch the fights? Instead of like texting him back, like, yeah, I do. Where do you want to watch it? And then he goes, hey, where do you want to watch it? I just hop on a call. Be like, hey, what do you want to do for these fights? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, I'm looking to chill soon. I was like, dope. I just got to shower, get dressed, and I'll walk over. And then he's like, nice. Let's watch him at my place. And then we'll go to Alex's. I'm like, perfect. Done. In and out in a minute. I was like, I, I <laughs> just, just, I don't like like the 12 minute text conversations for like, You're come over for the for fights. The yeah. And then he's like, come over now. And it's like, oh, dude, I, I, I was, we were texting. I'm not going to like shower and text <laughs> you. Like, this is weird. Um, all right, let's get into some sports talk though. Uh, a quick shout out to Zach Levine. Uh, Zach Levine represented the, ba- uh, the Bulls in the All-Star game. Uh, his three-point contest was a little rough, um, but he played well. Uh, I like when people said, oh, he looked like he held his own. Yeah, he's still an all-star. <laughs> he's an all-star. <laughs> like, it's not like he's a scrub. He made the all-star team. How big are the all-star teams, too? Are they, like, what, like 15 aside or something like that? 12 aside? I'm not sure. I, regardless, it's not going to be that many. So it's like, yeah, he held his own. It's like, yeah, there's only, like, 20 of them yeah. out there. I just think it's just, you know, yeah, he's an all-star. It's not like they they just given like eight alternates starting in the All Star game. Um, yeah, what team was he even on? Because um, it's not East West anymore. It's just no, yeah, no, it's just captains. Uh, there we go. Team 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 Kevin Durant. Oof. There we go. Um, yeah, so shout out to him. Uh, and other news: Cubs and Sox are going at twenty percent uh, fans yes. for opening day. Which is crazy. Oh, wow. Um, good luck getting those tickets. I mean, for the Cubs, yeah. For the Sox, that's about their average fan size. So, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Poor Beer can't even defend I mean, himself yeah. right now. Uh, oh, so, that, that doesn't even need any defense. Like, how much does the, the sell fit? Like, my favorite thing is they were selling uh, five, or no, five dollar mm. tickets in the bleachers. It came with a beer and a hot dog. Dude, That's awesome. You made money. Yeah. If you just went there, ate a hot dog and a beer without the ticket, you spend more than $5. That, you spend more $5 than a hot dog. That reminds me, a quick aside, uh, senior year of college, so I went to Miami, Ohio, which is about 45 minutes north of Cincinnati. Uh, second semester senior year of college, Cubs and uh, Red, uh, Reds are playing in Cincinnati. We go down to the game. We get $2 tickets because the Reds, which was awesome. <laughs> and they have... Uh, the Cubs won the game, and then they have this special where if the Reds pitchers combine for 11 or more strikeouts, take your ticket to a La Rosa's pizza the next day, and you get a free pizza. And the Cubs won, but they struck out more than 11 times. So for $2, we got to see the Cubs win and then got a free pizza the next day, which second semester senior year was like a lifesaver. <laughs> That was an entire pizza, not just a slice. Uh, uh, it was personal pizza, but it's still like, okay. you know, like yeah. a good size, like, you know, 12 nice. inch pizza. So <laughs> that's my thing. Win, Love win, win. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's huge. Uh, it's going to be really good to see fans back. Uh, the only thing odd is I'm a little worried about Wrigley. Not anything to diss the socks because they don't have like what Wrigleyville is. They don't have all the bars in the street leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. I'm a little worried that like so many people are going to flood Wrigley that they're going to be like, all right, no, no more fans. Um, so yeah. I'm a little worried with that, but I think it's going to be cool just to have fans back at any sporting event. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. It's a good sign too, that like the fact that they're doing 20% in April allows them to work out a lot of kinks. So that way you can have 50% in June 
or more than that in July, in August. Like if you're just saying, no, we're going to start the season off, they're not immediately going to go from zero to then like 50% in June. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a good stepping stone. I think it's the right move and I'm very excited about it. Yeah, it's just going to be, it's good to see the city alive again. Um, hopefully by like May and stuff, June, probably June, July. Um, I think most people are going to get the vaccine. I do think it's a little weird right now that like the vaccine, it's almost like it's going to sound shitty, but like, it's almost like a shoe. It's like, it's just who, you know, can get the vaccine. Like I'll get, I'll give you this. Like the first batches of vaccine comes out and it's like a certain number. So it's not like, it's like they have so many things. Just how do you get into like, how do you get in the raffle? Like my mom wasn't even supposed to, or wasn't even able to get the vaccine but we have a family friend that like could help us out. And they like talked to someone told her about her situation. They like got her bumped up and then she got it like a couple days later, but it's like, she had to drive to this Mariano's by me. Like That just blows my mind. Mm-hmm. And so many people are doing that. But when it comes like everyone could get it, it's going to be nice that we like eased back into it at like, I like how the, like the bars are doing it now where like they keep like, you could stay open for an hour. And then you can sell alcohol for a half hour more. Because if you go from, like you said, zero to like bars, restaurants, everything to be like, come on in. People are going to like die from like drinking too much and just being like cooped up. And you're just going to see people messed up all over the place. I still think you're going to see that because anytime something opens up again. Texas. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sippy. Yeah, so that's going to be good. Uh, let's talk a little Bears. So Bears did a couple things today. Um, the person who wanted the long-term contract got exactly what he wanted. Allen Robinson got franchise tagged. Um, <laughs> you know, it always is good. You've seen it work out every time where someone gets franchise tag and then they turn around their whole attitude. They get super happy. Um, so I'm sure everything's going to go great. Man. <laughs> the only thing I can... I guess not even think I hope at this point is that we're getting Russell Wilson and that they franchise tagged him then to be like, Hey, don't worry. We're going to get a, get you a guy who can throw you the ball and then you'll want to stay here. Dude, I want Russell so bad. I mean, I feel like that's the only way we're going to get Allen Robinson to, to try. Although he did drop a, so many passes last year. Like, yeah. But he, he is a, he is a talent and he does deserve the money, but rough for him. Good for us. It's just funny that it's just every time it's like the deck Prescott, like, you know, I just want to like an extension. They're like, ah, we're going to give you like a one year deal. And then he breaks his leg and he just got paid. Thankfully he got paid. But it's yeah. like, it's nuts when stuff like that happens. And then I love the idiots that are like, well, see that can happen. Like, yeah, it's football. That's true. We know day, injuries yeah. can happen. Like no one's sitting here. Like we're playing Madden. You turned off injuries. Like, yeah, you can of course get hurt, but I think you got to pay the people. It's just, you see a lot of it where they either sit out, they ask for a trade or, you know, they don't try as hard. I'm not saying that's going to be the case with him. I'm just saying that's what we've seen. Uh, Kyle Long comes out of retirement. Uh, I'm cool with it, I guess. Is he coming back to the bears? I mean, I assume so, but I don't think he's under contract, but um, I saw that the uh, bears released Bobby Massey uh, as well. So I don't know if it, it seems fittingly timed that Bobby Massey would not get re-signed 
and then Kyle Long would come out of retirement, and then they'd franchise tag um, Allen Robinson. Like, I, maybe it's just me being a homer, but I feel like something's happening, and it's getting me excited. Well, it seems like they're trying to free up cap space. Yeah, apparently he's uh, considered a free agent right now, mm-hmm. uh, so we'll see. He was taking up a lot of cap, though, before, so interesting, actually, now that I'm p- putting the pieces together. That's what I'm saying. I think mm-hmm. you sign someone else, tag someone, then drop if you because you don't want to premature do it. So they could still probably sign a, sign a Russell or a Deshaun mm-hmm. and then make cuts. If you keep, yeah, I don't know. But but let's be honest, it's the fucking Bears. There's no way they're thinking that how far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you know how the whole saying is like, oh, you know, we're playing chess, they're playing checkers. Flip it for them. They are doing the simplest moves where they're just like, like Virginia's like, hey, I need a couple more million dollars. Like, oh. <laughs> franchise tag Al Robinson. Like he's done. Kyle Long's coming out of retirement. Low ball him. Just like I, I don't know what's going on. I have faith, but I'm just trying not to uh get your hopes, get hopes up. up. Yeah. It's because I did this last year. I was like, oh my God. There's a lot of free agent quarterbacks. There's a lot of people looking for trades. We're gonna get someone. We're really gonna do it. And then it's like uh Bears announced that they're signing a quarterback, and I was like, uh-oh, and they're like, Nick Foles, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what? And Trubisky's still going to start. You're like, but why are you the way you are? Like, why, why are you doing this to us? So I guess assuming we don't get Wilson, it looks like Ryan Fitzpatrick and Jameis Winston. I would love Jameis. I don't think they're going to cut Jameis, though. I don't, I, agree. I don't mind Fitz magic, I don't know but he's not going to be a longer term thing. Um, Brad Biggs of the Chicago Tribune reports that the Bears have prioritized trading for Wilson as they make their plans to upgrade a quarterback. I mean, yeah, I <laughs> guess it, it's kind of a no duh. Yeah. But it's also like, yes. Yeah. A super good quarterback comes on the thing like, yeah, we're going to talk to him. They're freeing <laughs> up cap space so they can pay Russell Wilson. I would love it. Um, Anything else going on in the Bears? That's really the big. That's really the biggest thing. Um, I saw that they were doing a lot of uh, posts about Seabrook holding up the cup at Soldier Field, so that was kind of cool. Um, yeah. yeah, Bulls look good still. Hawks look good. Just nuts. Um, anything else sports related? Really, I'm trying to think. Oh fuck, uh, March Madness and. Big Ten teams just absolutely crushing it. I think that the Big Ten tournament is the most important uh, champions tournament coming up. Um, Big Ten, I mean, they just got so many people in the top 25. You got so many people that are about to be in the tournament. Uh, I believe that U of I looks like the best team in the country. They look super good. They're playing really, really good ball at like the exact time you want to get hot. Yeah. Um, Iowa is looking decent. They keep... It's like weird when they play someone ranked besides Michigan, they play them really close and then they pay like 25th. They're like unranked and they like swings throughout the game. What the hell's going on here? Uh, Big 10 tournament's going to be really good on Saturday. If Iowa and U of I both play or both win their games, we play each other. So that would be kind of cool for Friday on Saturday on Saturday. Okay. Yeah. That'd be nice. That'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. So that'd be cool. If that's the case, we should make some type of uh, win or lose bet little friendly wager? A friendly wager. Sure. Do you want to think of something live on air? No, right 
I don't mm. want to talk about us winning that first game already. No. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. No. I don't even know. <laughs> no. But both of you guys have to play a game, so it's like, assume both win. No, 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 no. <sighs> I'm, not, no I'm not going down that Come road. On. I'll put some thought into it. I'll put some thought into it, and then as soon as they, if they win on Friday, I'll text you. We'll make it happen. Um, yeah, so that's pretty exciting. March Madness is going to be really good. Um, I'm expecting a lot of upsets this year just because of how weird the year has kind of been. It's just, I don't think that this is going to get away from being a little kooky. I have not watched a second of college basketball all season, so I'm very excited to fill out my bracket because it, it's like the classic kind of Betty from HR syndrome where you're just like, I picked the teams based on the colors and then you beat everybody. Like, I feel win. like that's going to happen for me this year. Oh, those guys are the best. Though. We're like, I'm telling you, I went through the last six years of brackets. I got a good feeling about this. And then those are the years where, like, number two Michigan loses in the first round. <laughs> and they're like, well, oh, I had him going to the final four. You're like, yeah, you're done. Yep. You're, you're just gone now. That's it. Uh, people that had, like, Virginia win when they lost to the oh, 16th yeah. seed. Like, yeah, I had that. I remember <laughs> that was, was like, dude, Virginia's, like, the best team in the country. They play unstoppable D. And then it's like, yeah, then they lose by 12 in the first game. Yeah. <laughs> First uh, one seed to ever lose. That was rough. Uh, I'm really excited. Uh, the picks are going to be really cool. The bracket's going to be fun to talk about. Um, I've only filled out one in my whole life last year, so I'm excited to do it again. What? Yeah, yeah. I just always forget. We've we've talked about it in this podcast that I forget to do brackets. I don't think we've talked about it before. That you never like middle school, high no. school. You never you print one out, print a couple out, bring them to school, fill them out, like no. anything like that. Nope. Johnny? I know. Uh, yeah, I I started in college, but now even at work, everyone stops working, and we turn on all the TVs and just watch March Madness. Sure, yeah, it's awesome. But even waiting until college—that's surprising to me. I don't know. Do you think? Do you guys think it was? Did you watch a lot of college basketball growing up? Was it no. that that uh, like Chicago doesn't really have like a college basketball kind of pull to it? I mean, I had friends whose parents went to U of I, and I guess I was in fifth grade when they won. The national tournament, I think it was 2005, right? Last time they won, but um, I didn't actually watch it myself, so mm. not really. Yeah, that's interesting. To was me. that the? Uh, was that the? Uh, that's just the uh, team. Was that? That's that's interesting to me because I I feel like in growing up in Northern Indiana, not that far away, college basketball was very big. Obviously, like Notre Dame was huge. IU was big. There was, you know, Butler and Purdue. Part of it might have just been growing up in Indiana, which has a decent amount of good co college basketball. But I mean, that that was something I was doing since I was young, yeah, you young guys kid. Lost the, we lost. Oh, you lost. Yeah. To oh yeah, to North Carolina. Made huh. it to the that, final four. That was a uh, Sean May. But who else was it? It was the a point guard, really good point guard. Why can't I think of his name? Uh, yeah. Williams, Darren Williams. No. Yeah, yeah. Darren Williams played. It was for a Darren Williams. Yeah, D Brown, Darren yeah. Williams, um, Luther, Luther Head. Yeah, Luther Head was on that team. John John has that jersey, and he didn't even know who that person was. So he bought the jersey off like another frat guy, or got like hand me down. So he's just like, look at this custom jersey the guy got. And I said, oh, I think that's Luther Head. And he's just like, oh, funny. And I was like, no, like that's like an Illini. <laughs> the guy's name. I was like, that's an Illini legend. And he was just like, I don't know. And he looked it up. But I do get like, for someone that doesn't know anything about sports, like someone gives you a head jersey, especially like being like 20, 20, 20 years old, you're just like, okay, yeah, it's like, funny. Why is, it, why is it the number 69 on yeah. this? You know, yeah. I'm excited though. Um, 
for the tournament very much. Ooh, I do have an over-under this week. Overrated, underrated. Excuse me. Um, weddings. What is something that's overrated and underrated about weddings? I'll, I'll go first. Go ahead. I think that underrated at a wedding is a live band. I think a live yeah, band absolutely. is so much better than a DJ. Don't get me wrong. Like a DJ is still fun, mm-hmm. but there's something about a live band when they're playing like covers yep. and stuff and everyone's just like dancing a little harder. Mm. That's, that's always really fun. So I think that's overrated under or uh, underrated. What I think is overrated about weddings is the, um, the photos. Photos are a little too much. I, well, I hate being photographed. But it's like, I've uh, I've been in both my brother's weddings, and the photos are just it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's because they're not they're not handled by the groom, so it's just we went to it was Randon on my brother Anthony's, and they made us go to Union Station to take these photos. Ooh, and it was overrated. And I asked him, I asked him, I said, "How many times have you looked at your wedding album?" And you're like, I don't know, like two, three times. I was like, for the for the amount of photos you made us take, because it was two hours of straight photos. Yeah. I need you looking at that thing once a week. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need you looking at I get why you do it, because like at the time, it's like anyone at like a concert that plays a video, you ain't watching that back. Or it's like if you're at the zoo and you take like a picture of an elephant, you ain't looking at shit. Mm, like, you're never, never looking at it again. Yeah. So that's my over-under. All right. Um Gosh, I feel like I have a couple underrateds. Can I give a quick honorable mention? Yeah, go for it. I'm I think, still thinking. I think an underrated is how important the or uh, just how important of the vibe of the dance floor is. Like I've been to weddings where it's a huge dance floor where you're like, oh, this could fit a lot of people. And then I've been to a COVID wedding that was in my cousin's backyard with only 20 people. Uh, basically, I would say like six of these lined up it was a super small dance floor but it's like people were dancing on the grass people were getting into it so it's like if you have a good dance floor or like the people dancing in there it makes the wedding 10 times more fun Mm -hmm. yeah all right uh underrated i'm gonna go um the cocktail hour in between the wedding and the reception yes that is underrated that's underrated underrated. that is i've been to a lot of weddings over the last few years way too many to count one year I had 11 weddings. Uh, he went to his own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married. Um, yeah, the, the, the time between uh, the wedding and the reception, when you're, you've got the, the open bar starts up, you've got little hors d'oeuvres. Um, if you're not in the wedding party, it's great because then you're mingling. Wedding party's off taking photos like you were just talking about, which is unfortunate. Um, that's where you start getting a little boozed up in anticipation of the, of the meal. Um, overrated. I'm going to go, um, I mean, cake. cake Damn. Is, you took mine. <laughs> I don't really like cake in general though. I, I got to say that's the only I'm one more I can like come up with. Ice cream or like a cookie. I love love celebration of love. I love weddings, but cake. The, yeah. The cake Not is, me. yeah, it's just, it, it always looks be- like huge and magnificent and yeah, but and it that, never tastes that, that important. Just like that yeah. fondant stuff, like the hard stuff, it looks so good, but it doesn't taste good. Yeah, I don't. Mm. I don't really like icing. I feel like most oh, people don't icing. don't like icing. I hate it's icing. just like I don't get it. I don't mind uh, the thicker, like the cream cheese Ugh. type of icing. Cream cheese, yeah, cream cheese icing. Is but good. when I get a but cupcake, I take all the icing. Same. Off. Yep, 
I just ate. The, I can't do it. Basically, a muffin at that it. point. But real quick though, I think you figured out why I hate photos so much. Because you missed the last two weddings I went to were my brothers, and I had to miss the hors d'oeuvres. And for months, I heard about them talking about like, "Yo, we got mini cheesecake." Like, and my brother Anthony's, they have these mini uh, grilled cheeses and a, a shooter of tomato soup. And so you're like, bite and then take a shot of it. Ooh. It looks so good. And like, I get in there, and I'm starving. And I was like, oh, my God, mini tacos. I was like, is that little little scallops? And they're like, no, we got to go upstairs and take more pictures. And I was like, more? But why? And they're like, well, we got to also do the walk-in. Well, I also hate that. We had to do... Um, you know, let Johnny give his over. Uh, I'm no, sorry. No, I like, I like this, these. I this like is my these. last one. I'm going on like a little bit of a Dan rant. I'm just like hating on everything. Um, on my brother Anthony's wedding, they made us do the... Uh, like you had to walk in and do like a little dance thing. I was so mad when I found that out. I hate that stuff. Walk in. Yeah. Yeah. Get on in there, sit down, and eat a steak or fish. <laughs> That's all you got to do. All right, Johnny, sorry. I hope I get to go to your wedding one day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get, uh, we'll get drunk and do a live podcast from where the people are trying to take photos. Like we're trying to take photos. They're like, oh, guys, they're trying to kick us out. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stick to my overrated as uh, wedding cake. Got to gotta stick to that. Sure. Uh, underrated was uh, the last last wedding that I went to in St. Louis. They still had food and snacks after the dinner and even after the dancing. So when you're drunk and really, you know, you just need something. And they still had snacks coming and just laid out there. And it, it saves the day. I'm telling you. Yeah. That's become a big thing of where weddings have been doing the food at the end of the night. Where yeah, whereas before, I mean, they'd cater from like three eight three p.m. to like seven p.m., but now people are drunk at eleven and just need something. And it was awesome. Whoever yeah, thought of that is a genius sure. yeah. too. Really, really smart. I have an honorable mention too. Yeah. Underrated. <clears throat> uh, the father of the bride speech. Underrated. Yes. You see, you get to see a grown man tears yeah. in his eyes <laughs> yeah. about his little girl. You know, on her special day, I've seen some. I take it back. Unbel- That's got to be that one. unbelievable father of the bride speeches that have moved me to tears. Yeah, uh, it's oh. like the only time they'll open up yes. to anyone, including their daughter. That's the one time. <laughs> the one time that a man's like, it's like the the Ron Swanson thing is like when is crying accessible, acceptable? Like at a man's at, at a funeral, funeral at the Grand Canyon. The third one is uh, at your daughter's wedding when you're given the. Father of the Bride speech. Okay, I got to tell you this story. I don't know if I've told you it. I went to my buddy from Iowa's wedding, and her dad got up and gave the speech. I'm not going to use any names. They know exactly. I know you both listened. Congratulations on the new kid. But um, (laughs) So her dad got up, and he told the greatest speech that, well, it was very awkward. But anyways, he told the story as his speech, and so he started off with calling it the Jeep story. I have heard a Jeep story from the groom, mm-hmm. and I immediately was like, there's no way that it's the same Jeep story. <laughs> it's the same Jeep story. <laughs> Oof. So, packed thing, he's, you know, he's talking, and he starts going, he's like, I want to talk about the first time I met Mike, and I was like, it's the Jeep story. <laughs> I was like, that's the one I know. So, she's like, you know, I heard that they were going out for a little while, we were always supposed to meet them. Um, so, I come home one day, it's pretty late at night, I see a Jeep parked into my driveway and i was like mm-hmm, yeah and then what i was like i know exactly where this is going and i just kept thinking he was going to leave out something mm-hmm. he didn't 
So he said, how he met Mike the first time is he pulled in his driveway. It's around 1 a.m. And he shined his brights. And he only saw one head. Oh. No. <laughs> and then he said, his, his, he turned on his brights and the other head popped up. So we, oh my <laughs> we gosh. were all his friends at one table. And so we were looking and we're like, Oh, that's the story we all knew. Cause we like, as soon as he said Jeep story, we did like the looks <laughs> and we're like, no, I can't no, be. No, we're yeah. like, no way it's that story. So he told it, but we were in, so it was like the grandparents table was in front of us. And then we were right back and the grandma just turns around and starts eating. <laughs> I was just like, Oh man, that was brutal. No one laughed. No one clapped. And then, uh, oh, oh man, the that... groom's dad gave up there. He started crying. He said one of the best speeches. We were all like tearing up. And then the speeches end. I just see these two, the bride and groom, just pop up and start walking to the bar. And I'm just like, oh my god, well, you guys look awesome. And <laughs> like trying oh, to spin no. it, and yeah. she, and and she just goes. We're doing shots. <laughs> so we just walked there and then we're like taking these shots. And she's like, could you believe you told this story? And our friend's face, it took him like an hour to like stop being like, he was telling us like, I haven't met some of her family and this is awkward now. They're yeah. asking me about oh, the story. And I was oh just like, gosh. that is so rough. So that was the only time I've ever seen a bad, like father of the bride, but <laughs> that's really bad though. <laughs> like, Man, dude, he ended and people were like, "Is that? <laughs> did he really do it? Yeah. It, the, the, the thing is with most of those speeches, it's cause I, I've never given like a, a, um, best man speech, but, uh, at my buddy Brian's wedding, my buddy Shane was the best man and he was asking me for advice and I was like, cause we've both been to a lot of weddings. I was like, dude, you keep it simple. You thank the parents when you get there for, for everything you first bring up uh, the the bride and say how beautiful she looks, and then you talk about your buddy. You say something funny, end it on something sweet. Tell him you love him. Done. Yep. Keep it under yeah. two minutes. Done. Like it's, they, they, like it's every, pretty scary though. Yeah. No, I'm sure it is. I've never yeah. had to give one. I'm sure it Didn't is. Did you have but to like, give one? Yeah. Uh, oh. Jack and I were co-best men for uh, our friend Brendan Rose. Shout out Brendan. Um, that was about three years ago, I think, and it was. I mean, even having someone else next to you to give that speech with, it was pretty terrifying. But I mean, for like two months prior, I was just writing and rewriting and writing and rewriting and just kind of imagining all these people like in front of me. But just like you said, the first thing you do is thank everyone. Thank the parents. Thank yeah. the grandparents. Thank both sides of the family. You have them eating on the palm of your hand. There's a formula that you there can is. follow to help. There is. Funny story. Don't talk about anything inappropriate. <laughs> yes the, the biggest no is don't say yeah, anything yeah. inappropriate uh, the, that was her dad yeah, I know. that's her, a crazy her, her dad her not dad, his dad wild card her dad yeah. wild card but uh in this in this occasion i mean it, it was it was a lot of fun i mean we went back and forth and it was a awesome wedding at most weddings you know they do the bridesmaid first or the maid of honor first and then the uh best man mm-hmm our one buddy for our buddy Connor's wedding, uh, our buddy Brian was freaking out. He was so nervous. He hates public speaking. He's very or is public speaking, very similar to me. And we were like talking about it. He was just like kind of drinking a good amount, but he wouldn't eat because he was like, I don't want anything oh in my gosh. stomach. No. And so her sister came up as the, the maid of honor and she gave like it was like a roast, but it was it was like, you know how a roast is also like kind of funny. Yeah. 
Mm. No. Yeah. She opened up with, uh, you look as beautiful as ever, but not as good as you think you look and you're not the prettiest girl here. I am. And then she like paused for laughter and everyone's like, oh. oh. And so by the end of this like six minute speech was just terrible. Brian gets up there, he kills it. Then he comes to us and he goes, it's a lot easier following that. <laughs> He's like, it is a lot easier oh following gosh. that. Because yeah. you like, he said that during that he was like starting to eat. He's like, I'm good. He's like, I can't. Kill I, he's like, I'm not going to make fun of the brine. So he's yeah. like, I'm good. Um, all right, let's head over to timeout. So timeout. Where? Where? On the podcast. Ooh. Oh, we're at, we're at an hour. Already? Yeah. For a timeout. So <laughs> it's a long one. Yeah. Don't worry. We don't have too much. Um, so the first one is there is new ice cream flavors that are based off of movies. So they have Caddyshack. They have, uh, what else was it? They had a Caddyshack ice cream. You'll no, it's not Ben and Jerry's. It's a certain one. Yeah. I do like Caddyshack ice cream. I think it's called like gopher or something. Yeah. So they have oh. Friends ice cream, Goonies ice cream, Caddyshack, and a Christmas Story ice cream flavors. Uh, I think that this is an real marketing uh, ploy. I think it's so good. It's just ice cream. But you're like, I want to eat the Goonies. The brand's called Serendipity. And we've got Caddyshack gopher tracks. Ooh, I would go for the Caddyshack vanilla ice cream with many peanut butter cups, and salty caramel swirl. Fuck, that sounds good. Oh, just kidding. That mint ice cream, though. They all That's look good, go-to. though. They, they, all, look they good. all look really good. Have you guys ever had this brand? No, I've no, never heard of it. I I've actually found this story today. Interesting. Um, so I think that is a really good idea. Great idea. Also, all good movies. Yeah. I all mean, really good movies. Like, generally saying, like, great branding and marketing. I mean, all good movies, and then they're making them themed, and they sound delicious, so. I like that they all got all good names, too, like Gopher Tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. about the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really good. Um, yeah, I think Gover Trek sound like the best to me, but I would like to put them all four in a bowl. Scoop, yeah. scoop, scoop, scoop. We we keep Just talking about out. doing all these taste tests, and we haven't done a single one yet. I've never seen this brand. Have you ever seen Serendipity? I've never no. seen that. I've, I mean, I feel like when you go to the store, what do you see? Ben and Jerry's, Hagen Dazs, Briars, Briars. Briars. Yep. Yeah, Briars is one. Briars and Briars like is another one. Is it actually? I think so. Oh. Thought you were hitting me with like the dodgeball. This is laser, taser, <laughs> laser. <laughs> no, I, I literally think there's Briars and Dryers. I think that would be really good. Um, so the next one is a escape convict of 17 years. Okay. An escape convict of 17 years got caught because he came out of hiding to buy the newest Call of Duty. <laughs> I, I, I am dumbfounded how he was on the lam for 17 years, but got caught because he wanted to call it duty. It's pretty impressive, really. I mean, that just, I, I feel like, call me glass half full, but I, I think the call of duty people should reach out to him and be like, hey, you, you want to be our new spokesman? spokesman? Because I think he's going back to jail. Oh. <laughs> I feel like he broke out of prison. He's an escape convict for 17 years. They get you down, and like, then they caught him because of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. He'd I been, misunderstood it. Uh, Still. He'd been on the run since November 2020, apparently. 
I was going to ask if he was from Florida, but... Oh, I don't know. I England. saw a 17-year... 17-year um, sentence. Oh, a 17-year sentence. For um, robbery and firearms offenses. Oof. Could you imagine, like, being, being someone at the store and just being like, are you... Are you the guy? No, it can't be. You're buying, you're buying Call of Duty. Jeez. Is Must there anything worse to get caught and go back to prison for going to buy? Oh, there's plenty of worse things. I think a video game is up there. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, anything <laughs> I mean, that doesn't cost as much as a, your bail or whatever. But you're sentenced for 19 years, 17 years. Well, crazy. He probably was like cooking his own food, like going to the grocery store only when he needed. And he was just like, but that, but that Cold War, whatever the new one's called, like, <laughs> but that game looks like it's good. It's all it takes. Like that game looks online. Like it's the multiplayer gameplay. Um, really got him. The, <laughs> when I'm f- stuck on here for some reason, it's 2021. How are people still breaking out of prison? Like, how is that still a thing? It, like, it, it's not difficult. You, 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 close, the, you close the bars, you put really high walls, and you don't let anybody out. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand where things are going wrong. Are the, the people who are escaping just that creative? See, that, that's my thing. Are they just geniuses? I think they're smart. But then he gets caught buying But that, cool that's, that's so bullshit like happens. <laughs> he debunks my theory all, already. Yeah. Because I don't think anyone that's smart enough to get out of prison would be like, hey, I'm going to like the Andy Dufresne and like move away where they can't like even extradite me. Yeah. There's this sm- guy yeah. was like, I'm going to stay in the same town. And as soon as that call of duty comes <laughs> out, I'm going to get it. And I like that. It's, it's like a year later. So he's like, or it's, it's, I don't know, it's five, six months later. He's, he's so just bored. like, I saw it. I saw it on a, I saw it at sale. <laughs> I had to go get it. So that $5. He's definitely bored. They're smart as hell, but they're impulsive. I would say. That's just it. Yeah. <laughs> I I would say this. Like, give him a PS5 or whatever in his cell. <laughs> like, he did all this for that. Just be like, okay, you're going to be in solitary confinement, but, like, I'll give you this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, convicts are not as smart as you would think. Um, okay, the last one, though, this is by far the biggest one, is cancel culture is going nuts right now. And so... I've been reading a lot of like conspiracy theories of like why it's going nuts right now. There's a lot of really dark ones that I'm not going to get into. I'm going to get into the more of the fun ones, but the best one I heard is they, um, all this cancel culture is going on because they don't want people to get the coronavirus vaccine. So they have to keep us under quarantine for longer. Uh, that makes no sense. Uh, with, yeah. For, what does it have to do with canceling people? Exactly. It doesn't. Yeah. Um, I think that they're trying to say like, like, so you're, you're stuck in like reading all this stuff and you're like scared to leave your house. So it's like, they keep canceling culture. What are you going to say, Johnny? Oh no, continue. I I misunderstood you actually. So the big ones that got canceled on the last two weeks is Eminem got canceled. By the way, all of them just kind of tried Eminem got canceled, which is crazy because he has said a lot of crazy stuff for a long time. What did he get canceled for? They're just bringing up his lyrics from like yeah. old songs. and Well, yeah, we've known about it for years. That's my thing. It's like, I like that people now are listening to Eminem, getting offended, and then be like, we got to cancel this guy. Like, you're too late. He's yeah, like no. a billionaire. Mm-hmm. He did, he, I remember when I was in like third grade when like Marshall Mathers LP came out and people were complaining about it then because it has some 
pretty crazy lyrics in it. Yeah, and the big one was from Love the Way Lo- Love the Way You Lie. Does it have the lyrics? Yep. If she ever tries to fucking leave again, I'm gonna tire to the bed and set this house on fire. Just I'm gonna, gonna stand. <laughs> That song It was on number one for Rihanna. Come on. Yeah, Riri. I was going to say, the music video with the fire. Oh, my God. That song slaps. slaps. Who listens then gets offended? (laughs) Uh, And as far as his lyrics go, that's really not that bad compared to some of them. Yeah, it's really just Chen Z trying to cancel Eminem. Don't understand. Yeah. I think think what the streets are like. Too much time on their hands. (laughs) Uh, It seems a little crazy because I like that people were going on TikTok. I saw a lot of these videos like, I don't know if you guys are fans of him. You should really like start thinking about like, have you listened to his lyrics? Which is awesome. Cause you know that this person probably like either watched a YouTube video or listened to the song like twice. Like we've been around for his entire career. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've listened to Eminem for a while. I don't even like Eminem that much, but like everyone's heard his music. They know he's controversial. Like that's crazy. Um, The next thing to get canceled that really ticked me off was Mr. Potato Head. Um, it is now just potato head. Oh, did you see something? Yeah. Uh, sorry. I keep talking. Uh, I just wanted to read this. Oh. Real talk. You can keep talking. Though. Uh, so it was that you can't genderize a vegetable. My only thing to this is Mrs. There's, potato head. Yeah. Yeah. There's a Mrs. Potato head. And that's a why, mister. Yeah. That's why toy story two is better than the, <laughs> than the original. Getting ahead to yeah. the, but the rank here. We'll guess but people yeah. are saying yeah. that's still wrong because there's more than two genders. My thing is, you guys are looking way too into this potato. Head thing. Like, Miss, Mr. Potato and Miss Potato Head have been around for a long time. Yeah. Also, what, like, 16-year-olds are like, this potato pisses me off. Like, what, what, like, are you kidding me? I don't yeah. get it. Dr. Seuss got canceled. Um, the the Dr. Seuss That thing, one I kind of understand. Yeah. Because I, of I don't the, know the whole story about him. I heard that it was some drawings or illustrations from old mo- or old books. Yeah. It, yeah. And that's just it. It was the illustrations. Um, not so much, obviously, what was but in I didn't, the, I, the I, books, like I the poems or anything. I thought that I saw anything, that it was a lot of his non-as-popular ones. Yeah. It's it's ones that aren't as, aren't as popular. They have some pictures that, yeah, uh, looking back on them, like... It's, pretty bad it's pretty racist yeah. uh the people the publisher who's selling it said hey we're just not going to sell these six books uh and that's it so like on the one hand i can totally understand that you know you you don't want racist depictions out there it it's not a good thing to have out there for any artist and if you're just saying hey it's just these six we're not going to sell them anymore that's fine i can understand that side i also can understand the side of like you know let's not burn any books kind of thing. Fahrenheit 451, you know, sort of side, which is like, Hey, anytime we're saying like, yeah, let's get rid of this book because it's offensive. Like it's kind of setting us down a path of slippery slope. But again, it's not my call to make. And I I certainly understand why they did it. Or personally seen the illustrations. I just heard about them. Um, I, my go-to like Dr. Seuss stuff is like all the places you'll go green eggs and ham. Yeah. Like, I don't remember those. So I was a little worried that they were canceling those because I was like, man, dude, my mom always read those to me. Like, I didn't even read those. Someone would just read them to you when you're like six years old and be like, yeah, ham sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Mr. Dude, what was that picture of Mr. Potato Head you brought up? Uh, that was terrifying. A little baby. <laughs> oh, there's baby Potato Head. That's adorable. Yeah, it's actually pretty cute. And I've never seen him wearing pants either. Is that Mr. and Mr.? I think that's just potato head and potato head. Oh, okay. 
from the okay um all right the last one that pissed me off these other ones just kind of was like i think a lot of people have too much time on their hands this one pissed me off little bunny uh attention attention little bunny is not thick anymore i got an issue with it Lola Bunny. <laughs> what? Have oh, you not seen the new pictures of Lola Bunny? No, no. So they completely like unsexualized her. They said that it was, you know, like hurting women or stuff. I don't get it. She was my first crush. Lola Bunny. <laughs> dude, you're lying if you didn't look at Lola Bunny as a kid and like, oh, that's cute. Like, you know, I like that. Um, the best part is the one of the big scenes of Space Jam 1 is when Bugs Bunny keeps playing like shit. And she kisses him on the cheek and he starts playing all nuts. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. Look at her. I don't like it. Whatever. I don't know. It's kind of funny. I mean, I'm. It's, that's not going to change how I feel about Porky Pig looks slim, too. Look at him. That's not a very nice name. I think about it. Porky. Cancel. Cancel. <laughs> Bugs Bunny looks messed up in that. <laughs> I like Daffy Duck. Daffy Duck. <laughs> I'm gonna watch this movie. Um, the stills look kind of crazy. It's just, it's just funny that they always attack like one little character for being too messed up. But I think as every kid when they watch that as a, a teen, you didn't like look that deep into Lola Bunny. Yeah. No. Also, a really underrated Toon Squad jersey that you don't see a lot. See a lot of Jordans. I've seen a lot of bugs. You don't see a ton of Lola bunnies. Mm, that's true. Hmm, bring that back. Equality. Um, all right, let's go to the rank. So we're doing the rank of sequels that are better than the originals. Who wants to go first? Not Nick. Um, I'm still working on it. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Number four, Toy Story 2. Uh, yeah, I just mentioned this. Because you foreshadowed it. Toy Story yeah. 2 is great. Yeah. I mean, it's just better. Number three is The Dark Knight. I think we talked about that movie a million times on this mm-hmm. podcast, so I won't say much more than that. Shrek 2, which I watched last weekend with my sister. Uh, I haven't seen that in a long time, and a lot of the jokes have not landed before until this past weekend, where <laughs> I actually think about what they're saying and what they're doing and yes. all the like the culture references that... When I was a kid, I would never like understand or even know how to process. I'd like kept looking over at my sister, like, she did, did she yeah. Get that? <laughs> well, the <laughs> the prince's name is Farquad. Uh, Farquad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a swear. I like that. Uh, but it's good. I recommend you guys rewatch it. That's it's. I feel like it's more for adults than it is for kids. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And number one is Rush Hour Two. And that's why I was yes. really hoping that beer <laughs> was was here for that one because he. It's a great movie, but everything. Every time I think of Rush Hour, it's Rush Hour Two. Is it Rush Hour? I like, I like the first one, but is it Rush Hour Two or Three? The which one of y'all kicked me? They're <laughs> in the massage party. It's Rush Hour Two. Yeah, <laughs> that line gets me every time. <laughs> which which one of y'all kicked me? It's like it, it gets me every time. Uh, that's a good list. Uh, mine is going to be number three. Is going to be Spider Man Two, the Tobey Maguire, or number, number four, uh, <laughs> Spider Man Two, the Tobey Maguire one with Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's one was one. really good. Uh, the first one was really good, but it was it was nice that they didn't have to do a lot of the background story, like the him character build up yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So they just really got to go in the action, which I thought was really good. Number three is going to be Gremlins Two, a new batch. Gremlins Two had all the craziest <laughs> Gremlins. It wasn't like a real movie. They were in an office setting. Hulk Hogan was in it. Banger. 
absolutely loved it. When the gremlin, uh, he becomes smart gremlin and then he starts his own talk show. <laughs> that one gets me every time. Uh, number two is going to be Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's banger. Uh, the first one, Fellowship, is good. But that That's helm, the build up because, but yeah, that helm's deep scene at the end of the two is going to go down in absolute cinematic history. I think it is. I think that saving private Ryan's D day scene. And I believe something from um, game of Thrones. One of those battle scenes, probably battle of the bastards, battle of the bastards. I believe like those are going to go down as like crazy. Yeah. Like uh, mm-hmm. the D day scene of saving private Ryan, they had an opening day for veterans and they said veterans were walking out because of how it realistic was too it was. Real. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's nuts. It's crazy. Uh, and then number one is going to be the dark, dark night. Um, another one where the first one was good. It's just the dark night is just. I think the the Batman Begins is a good superhero movie. I think Dark Knight is a great movie, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Timeless. Mm-hmm. Great. All right, I hacked this one. list together in the last few minutes, uh, so it's all going to be kind of obvious ones. Uh, number four, Terminator Two, Judgment Day. Banger. Mm-hmm. I think is infinitely better than terminator yeah. one um not that terminator one's bad but um you got um arnold schwarzenegger is a good guy on that one and you got john connor as an adult or as a as a young kid rather than not being bored so and sarah connor's in there too anyways uh number three back to the future part two um that's the one yes. that went all the way to the future it predicted the cubs world series in 2015 it ended up happening in 2016 which hey is pretty damn close um, it also didn't have kind of the weird stuff of the first Back to the Future movie of like the, the, mom, stuff. the mom stuff. Oh, yeah. It, it just that lost was, over oh, that. God, and, I forgot about that. Which, yeah. In retrospect, I actively forgot about it's that. It's kind of weird. Um, and uh, yeah, overall great movie. Uh, number two, Two Towers. Uh, my favorite of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, personally. The Battle at Helm's Deep. Fantastic. It's it just that. Can't be. Like, it. It, it is so many different parts. I had a weird uh, theory the other day. You know how Gandalf said he's like, look for me at the West on the third day. Mm-hmm. I have a little joke that he waited for three days because he just has a real hatred against elves. <laughs> so they were like behind that mountain and they're like, well, Gandalf, why don't we just, you know, go help go these help. guys? And they're like, not enough elves went down. <laughs> not enough elves went down. I hate elves. <laughs> and I have like that weird thing. That's good. I like that. Uh, and then number one, Dark Knight for all the reasons that we've already exhausted on this podcast. Yeah. That movie comes up a good amount of that. <laughs> it does. Almost every rank, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any honorable mentions before we close it out? I have one more. Okay. Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Only because they're, it's the only Marvel trilogy that they've made into a fourth movie. The first two were just trash. But the director, Taiki Waititi, I don't know if you guys know him. Yeah. Mm. From what we he do in the shadows. Phenomenal. Incredible director. Um, but yeah, shout out on that one. That was the fourth movie? That was the third one. This is the first time they've done four movies for one superhero in the Marvel universe. Oh, man. I, guess. Yeah. I didn't oh. realize they did that many for Thor. Yeah, they did two, but no one, one heard about them. Is that the one yeah. with Grog? Krog? Yeah. Krog? Yeah, and that's when uh, that's uh, Taiki Waititi's uh, voice. Is it? Yeah, it's oh, Krog. Great. Have you ever yeah. seen What We Do in the Shadows? Never seen it. Oh, you should watch it. He's it's, one of the... Uh, oh, it's a show, right? Uh, is it the movie? movie came out first. Now there's a show. I haven't seen uh, the show, but the movie's really good. Um, anything from you? No. Okay. Thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, please go check us out on the no brains, no headaches podcast. Uh, that is going to be very good. I uh, had a lot of fun with them. Shout out, Matt. Shout out Jordan again, Johnny, uh, Nick. Thanks for 
Hey, you know, showing up. Had a lot of fun. Beer. Good luck with the rats and the mice. We'll see you guys next week. So, uh,